Okay, this is Dip from the Flying Quebec City Brutal Tech, and you're listening to what? What's the name? The Brutally, <laughs> Brutally Delicious Podcast. <laughs> okay, just just wait a second. Okay, on this, I'm gonna I'm gonna need. Okay, this is Dip from the Flying Brutal Tech Death Metal Band from Quebec City, Canada, and now you're listening to Brutally Delicious. Hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I'm Bruce. I'm Chris. And uh, happy Veterans Day to any veteran out there if you're listening. And if you're not, stop by. And if you see one, buy him a cup of coffee and shake his hand. Amen, brother. And even it doesn't have to be on because you're not going to be hearing this on Veterans Day. So I don't care if it's next week or a month from now. Stop and say hello. Whenever, Whenever you do it. And buy him a cup of coffee. Yeah. All right. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and get... Didler, I don't know how to pronounce this name here. Didier Sampson. We're going to have to, how Didier. do you say it? Didier. Hold on, is this French? Yeah. All right, so wait, then you announce him then. I don't know how to announce it. All right, so. We'll Didier. ask him. We'll just ask him. Um, every time this day comes around, I I think of my grandfather quite a bit. He, Where was- uh, he was in a concentration camp for two years. Oh, you're kidding. I didn't know that. In Germany, yeah. Just over oh, two wow. years. Yeah, he was abducted. We don't really know like the full story, mm-hmm. uh, but my dad went over uh, to Holland about two years ago, three years ago, and um, the family farm had all these little hiding places for uh, Jewish people, mm-hmm. and my, f- my grandfather was a truck driver at the time, and him and his brother were both apprehended and taken to a concentration camp. So we kind of have a feeling that uh, they were transporting Jews into hiding spots in Holland, which was a common thing. Right. Um, but yeah, he ended up there, and uh, he was never the same after that. I imagine. Wow. He, uh, like, <laughs> we, you know, potatoes are like something you always eat, right? Yeah. My grandfather would not even, he couldn't even smell potatoes. Oh, is that like a staple that was there or something? The only thing they were allowed to eat was potato peel soup. So they had boiled potato peels in this water. Oh, fuck. And that was their only food. And um, so like if if potatoes were even on the table, he would fucking like go through post-traumatic stress. He'd, he'd lose his mind. So there was never, <laughs> never potatoes, which as a kid, I didn't really understand. But, you know, as I got older, I did. Wow. And... uh you know, I learned later on in life, like, because people knew they were going to die in those camps. Oh, yeah. So, so when people realized that the day was their day, they were going to die, they worked in this, like, iron smelting, like they were making uh, metal for weapons for the Germans. Mm-hmm. That, that was their job. So they'd try and do anything possible to make the, the metal shitty. So, like, if people knew they were going to die, they'd throw themselves into the smelter to try and ruin that batch of metal they would piss in it and shit in it whatever they could do you know right it's fucking crazy that's crazy dude oh yeah and then when the war ended they were set free by canadian soldiers and uh which is why they immigrated to canada and um you know he had a daughter he hadn't seen he had my dad was like seven at the time i guess when the war ended Mm -hmm. and uh they had to 
sneak around because you know now when a war's over, everybody knows because there's all this communication. But back then there was no communication, so lots of Germans didn't know the war was over. So they were still. Oh, so they said it was still going on. It's still doing their thing. And they were trying to get back to Holland, and they were dodging all these Germans trying to kill them. They had to steal a truck, and they had to make a key out of wood, and like, there's all this shit that they had to do to get back. You know, <laughs> it's, wow. it's fuck crazy. You know, wow. scars all over his back. It was. It was. It was ugly. Um, is this the same day in Canada for Veterans Day as it is here, or is it different? It, in Canada, it's the same day. They just call it Remembrance Day. Okay, but it is a sad enough. It was the same day because I know you guys have different like Thanksgivings and all that kind of stuff. I, I think I think Western yeah. democracy in general just this is the day. So, right. but uh, yeah, no. So I always I always think about that quite a bit. I don't imagine. I mean, I imagine so. That's crazy. On I didn't day- get that close to it. Well, on a day like today, I think about it, but, you know, and like my dad is, um, you know, he, he immigrated to Canada with my grandfather because the Canadians are the ones that, you know, set them free. My grandfather was like, this is the second war in Europe. I'm fucking out of here. We're, we have to leave Europe. So they came to Canada with the promise of a job and everything, and they got here and there was nothing. <laughs> And they so they ended up in North Canada, like fucking cold as shit. Canada, <laughs> they didn't have like the right shoes or fucking nothing, and they had to, they didn't speak English, and they had to try and find a way to make it. You know, that's crazy, dude. It's uh, every time I think you know, fuck, life's so hard. I think about that, and I'm like, hmm. Went through a concentration camp, survived a war, got past the Germans, immigrated to a country, didn't speak the language, didn't have a job. Didn't have the clothes. And, and still succeeded. Massively, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. All right. Well, I don't mean to uh, make light of any of that, but he's on the other, ready for us to call him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, this is Did. Hey, how are you, man? I'm fine. And you? I'm good. This is Bruce. Meet my partner, Chris. I'm Chris. Yeah. I hey, you got-, you, got a, you got a good big voice. <laughs> you gotta help us out here because we're having trouble pronouncing your name but what's the correct pronunciation of my name in french name is dda but you call, call me d you know i like d much better because you don't even want to know how i was trying to pronounce it dda yeah, yeah dda you go like this hey and dd and hey and that's it so dda that's the french thing but Right on. So is, it, is it cold up there right now? That's French. Is it cold up there right now? Sorry? Yeah, it's in there. It's right time. I'm a job. I'm a, I'm a lawyer in the day, so I'm at the courthouse. So it's just in between two cases. Oh, wow. Wow, a lawyer and a death metal musician. I love it. A death metal lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our first. Yes, I am. Yeah, it's the devil's advocate, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, I'm just wondering, is it cold up there? Yeah, yeah. I think winter winter is about... I think it's kind of Game of Thrones coming now. (laughs) I think it's... You know, yesterday was pretty, like, pretty, pretty, pretty cold, and, you know, we had ice all over the place and snow, so 
It's time to get out with your fat bike and go and climb all the, these mountains with your bike. It's pretty hostile up there, you know. It's kind of like Norway and stuff, you know, in Quebec City. We're in pretty upper north. north oh, wow. America. I thought you were in Montreal, but Quebec City is way north. Yeah, but what you, what you guys, where you guys are? In the States? I'm, yeah, we're in, I'm in Virginia. I'm also in Virginia, Virginia, but more likely D.C. Oh, you know the States. I love the States. But, you know, you guys have a, a better weather and temperatures than maybe in your places than us. You know, here we're pretty good. It's pretty schizophrenic, you know, weather we got here up in Canada and Quebec. You know, we can get that tropic uh, weather in the, in, the, in, in the summer and it gets like a blizzard and, you know, and like Russian temperature, like <laughs> in Siberia and the winter so you got the, the you got the extremes so it gives it gives a lot of environment for uh, extra music too so absolutely it's, it's good. are you are you are we on air right now recording something we're recording, we're recording. a podcast okay this podcast so you're just like you're gonna play this afterwards yeah yeah in a week or two it'll be out so do you do i have to speak like we're doing a direct or something like that you just be yourself. There's no rules. We're good. Yeah, we're really oh, relaxed. Man. We call ourselves yeah. Howard Stern meets Seinfeld, but worse. Okay, yeah. That's a, you know, that's a call, uh, American culture, you know? <laughs> I, agree. I, I, agree. I can be a good guest. No, I want you to be yourself. That makes for the best guest. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I'm going to try to be one of my myself, so... At the same time, I'll try not to mix all the the lawyer and musician and, <laughs> and 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 anything else. Whatever you want, you ask, and I'm gonna answer your questions. All if right. you guys are if you guys are cops, like I think everything stops here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, no, we're to not gonna. Vi- this is gonna go over Bruce's head, but we're not gonna violate your Charter of Rights and Freedoms at all. I you call that a support amendment. <laughs> I don't know. The I'm fifth. not. A, I'm no, Canadian. I think. I think I think it's the fifth. Oh, you're Canadian. Okay. I live in the yeah, U.S., yeah. but I'm Canadian, so okay. we're not yeah. going to violate your Charter of Rights and Freedoms. And yeah. right, or you got the right to remain silent. That that's not good uh, for uh, interviews. <laughs> <laughs> as a lawyer, that's a lawyer joke. Guys, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how does a lawyer get into death metal? Is I, I should say it otherwise. How a musician got to be a lawyer? Oh. I can tell you that you know I've been raised with D side mechanical courts, and you know creator pleasure to kill and extreme aggression and pestilence. I was twelve. Now I'm forty one. So at the time, most of the kids were more music were more in. I come from a small, small, small town. Uh, far east from Quebec City, of five hours called Otrive. Uh and we had those mixtapes at the time coming from the other side of the St. Lawrence River, where there was all these bands like Suffocation, Dayside, Cannibal Course, and a lot of big bands, Cryptopsy from uh, Quebec yeah. uh, City, and Gorgots, uh, and Death were pioneer at the time. There was a, a mur- there was a place where. Music would converge from, you know, Florida, uh, New York, in uh, Montreal, 
uh, in the 90s. So I was a kid on the other side of the river and we had those guys who were going to mission to those shows. I was kind of too young to get there because we had to take the ferry. So the guy would go and cross the river with the, the ferry and go to the show venues that was there and would bring back some mixtapes of almost everything that was going at the time in the, in the pay trading. We had that little uh, record store uh, that would go independent uh, with uh, all distributors that would send like, a, at that time was Metalbury Records, Nuclear Blast, and Root Runner was uh, Relapse. Uh, these, these, they were, they got distributed in my small village, so we would go to the record shop and get all the CDs first. I was the first in the town to get that consuming impulse pestilence at the time. So I grow up in, in, in the music, like my mom, my dad, my sis, we, we were all in music, like not all musicians that was playing since I was a, I had my Cindy Lauper and I think Michael Jackson, I was five, uh, something like that. Uh, five, six, seven on a little, uh, you know, uh, you call that in English. Uh, Ghetto blaster. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, the, the, the big, big uh, vanilla disc, you know, the big disc. I had that, like the turntable. We had turntable. Oh, I had yeah. Turntable. So yeah. I, I was more into becoming a rock star than anything in my, in my, in the movie that was going perpetually in my head at the time and all over my life. There was something in me about I've got something to do with um, the music and especially metal at the time. So everything about being a normal person, going to normal shit and going in the ranks of society was secondary for me. All right. So at the time I had to move when I was 20 from this little town to Quebec City because at the time I had finished my my I study in uh, how do you call that a science, and then I ended up working with uh, with, with trucks and in in a, in a garage, and I went in '98. Okay, I decided. Okay, so I I should go and get some to study just to study something to to make something in my life because I'm gonna end up here and there's nothing that I can do in a garage and where I come from, uh, even with the music or, or professionally at the time. So. I made a choice to, to leave my, my hometown and it was kind of a big journey and I had to check it at the time was to create my band and going to get a job and study to get a job. So everything in my life was made walking on these two uh, paths at the same time. All right. They're pretty, there's a dichotomy in this. It's pretty. There's a paradox in people's minds. At first, when they see that, oh, you're a lawyer, so you're really conventional, and you're a death metal uh, musician, so you're pretty fucking crazy at the same time. So, <laughs> how, 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 how do you mix both? Let, let me just say, I wouldn't want to be cross examined by you. <laughs> no, definitely not. Why not? Yeah, well, yeah there's none that much. I'm not so shy. Are you going to tell me the truth? <laughs> Did you ever have a mosh pit breakout in the courtroom? Not mosh pit, you know. It's, it's kind of sometimes gets uh, we got humor. You got humorous. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, it gets sometimes it gets really funny. You know, and there's a way that you got because you know I do criminal law as a defense attorney for 15 years, and I used to do some civil shit, but. 
I just let it all days back when we spoke. We changed the drummer in the band at the same time, and I, I only concentrated my my uh, practice on on criminal law as a defense attorney. And you know, every day I go there, I just jump up in the brawl uh, at the courthouse, in the courtrooms, and you know, it's war. Sometimes it's just it's peace, you know. But we still, I'm. Having every day for 15 years now, going in the weirdest and extreme shit that people are going through, and that. Sorry. Hello. Yeah. Did you, no, everything's, you, good. everything's good. Okay, it's good. So uh, uh, every day I see what you don't, or what people pay in the cinema, in the movie theaters to go and see. I live that every day. So. <laughs> Nice. I bet you you get a lot of inspiration for songwriting out of it. Yeah, yeah. Like I told him because that question was asked before, and you know, I got that uh, secrecy, you know, professional secrecy with the client, so I don't get into direct uh, cases to get that in the music. But there's a lot of inspiration that that gets, I think, through all, everything in this and all the principles of freedom and uh, the cops and you know. Uh, the authority and all the oppression that we can see that, you know, people, when they get like little power, they, they, they think they become, become gods, you know, yeah. living gods. They must be, they, sometimes I think it's misplaced to, to believe that people can have that kind of power. So Amen. As a, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer that is there for, you know, being a, a lawyer and whatever the fuck you think lawyer is. And I made that for myself first. I'm going to understand how can I can be free at first. I did that for myself. So doing that myself and doing my business, I'm my boss. I'm the boss. And I decide. I decide, you know. That's all it's about. So, you know, Doing this can help me that to go in my journey and endeavor with the music. And for 25 years, I've been playing music, and we went from bands to bands. And that band is the band that uh, is going to to get us to where to to live. You know, to live the live the dream. You can dream your life. You know, there's a lot of people dreaming their life, and sometimes you just get off the the trolley, get pissed shit face. You know, goes the hookers and stuff like that. And, <laughs> Everybody is going to stay on their path, but they're going to just go in, in, in the vice. So I'm going to wait for them in the vice as a lawyer, but I'm going to provoke the vice too as a that metal musician because that's where we're, we're all about. This is about being uh, totally free in the, in the process. So my life is a life that's dedicated to, uh, to metal and to being free. So that's awesome. my conception of, of, of my life right now so it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty often that we do whatever we do, we do and we don't give a shit about anything we just do our stuff and that's it that's I, nice i was watching your videos in preparation for the show and it, they're really really cool i wasn't expecting those type of videos from a death metal band what what made you guys do those animations yeah, the Lavalis of the Scorpion. Lavalis of the Scorpion means the Scorpio was, and it's a, the concept about, you know, toxic relations with everything like my girls, man, jobs, and parents and shit. 
and with drugs and whatever the fuck that's gonna fuck your mind up and you're still coming back to this to get the the, the adrenaline rush you know you still come back to this so i had that situation as you can see uh, personally in the video i i, I wrote this storyline and the song the song was i started write the song with mike the drummer and the it's a completely automatic writing process on this one on the music we had i had like two riffs that were on the guitar that were uh, for the for the for years just put that and we went the automatic uh writing process that we almost did that for 75 percent of the album and i wrote like few lyrics like maybe four lines in the cemetery uh november 1st 2017 gave that to the lyricist and vocalist will a singer in the band so he does all the rigs, but I had this flash in the cemetery because every year I go in the cemetery so I can uh, offer my, pay my respects to the dead. And I did that on the day of the dead, you know, El Dia de los Muertos, every right. fucking year since 17 years. And we started on this. So I said to myself, I gotta, I, I gotta get out of this. I had that relation with uh, one girl at the time. It was pretty intense, pretty passionate. So, you know, you love someone, when you hate someone, when you hate someone, you hate them so much, and you chop the head, the person in the video. <laughs> uh, it's all about getting back, getting back in the Scorpio walls, you don't win. Ronnie is the guy, you see Ronnie, the guy in the video is the, um, you know, the red guy, and the, the red guy with no skin, he's, he's been skin alive, that's the point. If you just look at the slaying logo, the eye is in, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the guy is... Uh, and uh, like by the, the, the feet with the, the both hand tied in, in the in the back Th this is a mascot you know like maiden they got you know that uh, heady guy and get mega there they got the big guy and whatever uh, every yeah. band got, got their guys and i run run the head and he's they did you're 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 dropping out we've lost your call mm -hmm. You there? So, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you lost. You lost. You lost. Yeah, bit, you're, uh, you're you're breaking yeah, out. You're yeah. Hello. Yeah, that's shit. Huh? Okay. So you let me start. You want? Yeah. Do you, uh, do you hear me? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Wait a second. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna figure out something here about the Wi-Fi. The professionals. So do you get me now? Yeah, loud and clear on my end. Me too. That's that. Okay, that's better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right then. Okay, so where did you did did did, did you laugh about the explanation of the video? Yeah, we I got it. You got it. All right. Yeah, so yeah. that's the point about the score. The Scorpio was we wanted to do something more with this. I wanted to to write a little animation. It's pretty shitty. You know, it's pretty old school and uh, B. It's a B side of. It's pretty crappy, but we want it. We have the music. We have the um, the flame. We got that uh, environment, you know, of the the artwork, and we got characters. We got a like kind of Star Wars shit going on in this with Ronnie and the giant Scorpios and the army, the cops, the dead cops, and you know, we got the dead priest. It's called the necrologist, and that's the guy. And the women in this is got inspired from something that happened, but she's the women's necrologist, so. She's going for the the, the Omron. She's gonna chop every woman's head off 
but she wants to be the woman. <laughs> and you got that guy, you see Ronnie has been captured. So when he takes the Scorpio Venom, gets that really big power so he can kill the Scorpio alone. But it take like it takes with the basis we, we went to that it takes five thousand dead cops to to go and and beat the fucking Scorpio. So we're 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 all in this kind of weird shit that is going through the the flame to one song, two songs, and that we are having fun with this. But we got a uh, ritual stuff going for the third one, and the, this one Angry Undead that came out on PRC Music on March twenty. Second, we've been touring like around Quebec and, and we went to New Brunswick and we went to Ontario and around. It was, I think, uh, the end of a process that's been going through all of us for years and years and years. So it became a statement because of the, 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 the process that we used to create the music on this one was a process of like kind of dictatorship of your instrument that you're going to collide with all, with all the other musicians with it. We, we went from a five piece to a four piece with the, 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 the guitars, uh, lead guitar player at the time and drummers went, uh, out of the band and, uh, Mike came at the, in, at the, uh, behind the kit. So we had like that little meeting. So we spoke, what do you want to do? I want to do music. You want to do music? Me too, me too. All right. How do we do that? Okay. We do that like this. So I come with riffs. I'm going to play with Mike and set. Seb is the bassist going to look and put his shit through and the vocals will come afterwards and we're just going to blend everything and it fits. Nobody can say to the other one, okay, you're going to play this or you're not going to play that or you're going to do this or that and this and that. We had never had a fight over anything, you know, in wow. this band since we have changed the lineup in February 2016. So the drummer just... I learned all the songs from Han Hope, but we found out that Han Hope was written for two guitars. So we would lost the essence in life. So we decided to chop off, uh, chop off things because at the time on Angry On Then there was no solos that wouldn't make. Now I'm trying to get into solos for the second one, uh, the third one. But you know, we went from nothing to got signed. And got signed in May 2018. We went to the studio with Chris Donaldson on August uh, 2018 to make the drum. Chris Donaldson has got the grid studio in Montreal. He's the guitar player for Cryptopsy. Nice. So we went We went there. We did the drums, and we came back to Quebec City with one of our friends, Raphael Malafa. Raph is having a boy holio, so we would do everything uh, there for the guitars and the vocals. And then we sent back to the grid, so he's going to mix and master all the thing that you've got now and you listen to on the this these uh, videos we were at the time on uh aesthetics of mix that would imply a lot of uh you know bass uh, you know slappy bass you know with the bass that's gonna you know get through uh, get through the mix we, because there's, right now there's a lot of fretless bass and tech bass and stuff like that it should be on creation you could see a uh, uh, Forest La Pointe, Dominic, and the plays in First Fragment, Ogury, and all these bands. You know, and you got that uh, Hugo Dwayon Carreau playing in uh, Beyond Creation. You know, there's a new and faces on the, the lead of the bass. So we wanted to get that, but to keep our tone, because the bass in our band is kind of lead, uh, lead bass. Since uh, we, we lost the lead guitar player, I'm a kind of a rhythm guitar player. 
I want to get more maybe into leads because I want to explore that on the next uh, record and take some big and huge responsibility to do something good because it's better to have music without leads if the souls are shit, you know? You have to bring something uh, to the place. You have to bring something that's going gonna, gonna to fucking work. So I think that's the next step. For now, what's happening with the band, we, we uh, went and worked with John Asher and here in Montreal from Asher Media to push angry on that everywhere all over the net and all over the place in the province so we went touring from march to now we just made a little stop uh because our drummer is now recording with vegan process the drums uh he was asked for that because he's kind of pretty uh is that uh, how do you say that uh, it's prodigious on the on the kit so uh we are taking a break until we're gonna play with the Benito the massacre and, massacre in uh sherbrooke uh the death fest on the end of uh, wow. january and then and then everything is uh, is going uh on the on, on schedule you know for the flying right now and we were nominated in our province at the gamic school like the independent music uh, awards as a we're nominated as the best metal album of the year nice so we're gonna go there to that place at the gala Uh, the awards, uh, I think it's November 24th, and then I'm going to grab the plane to Las Vegas to see last Slayer show, so my November, my month, uh, my month in November is pretty month of uh, music, and you know, I think living up to to, to what we, we we created and the success that we're getting, you know, that's a huge, the work, the, th that's a huge sorry. compliment to get that nod in Quebec for best metal yeah. artist. Yes, because we've got Anonymous and Barf are really old bands, you know, have been through all the years. And we, it's, we're pretty stoked to be there, you know, and it's honorable for, for us to be there with all these big bands, you know, have been working their ass off all the years. And we're just like, the band has been, is going to celebrate its 10th birthday on July 220. So I think in the last... A uh, year, maybe a year and a half, things started to move because at the time, maybe before, we did not have the, um, the right setting of goals and uh, how we would pursue uh, our way to the top. It's not going to win us at the top. It doesn't mean with, with competition with other people. It means just to the top of ourselves and say, okay, now am I leaving? Am I living my dream or dreaming my life? You know? Okay, now I'm living my dream. So now we got this, we got the video. Then we got a video coming out for La Place du Parvis as a kind of Vox uh, playthrough, but with a little touch that's gonna, you know, maybe break the, the break the, um, <laughs> I think we're, I think it's kind of wrong with, with the, doing it this for the purists, but we don't give a fuck about <laughs> everything. I love swearing yeah. lawyers. This is fucking awesome. Okay. So yeah, you, you know those two two lawyers in the states said about the shut the fuck up Friday. You should look. You know, that's they're pretty nice in giving you advice. Like, okay, today shut the fuck up Friday. So <laughs> if a police officer roll you over, what do you ask? Am I being detained? No, not being. I invoke the fifth and doubt you shut the fuck up. That's what they say. <laughs> I you know in Canada you're gonna get in trouble for that, but in the U.S. that might get you shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but you don't, you know, you don't get, no, you, you don't get that much problems with the cops. No, the cops and the authority are a big part of our uh, 
lyrics and stuff, you know, because 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 that's it, you know. Uh, people even talk about Satan, about religion, about cataclysm. Angry undead is the point of you know all these undeads, you know the movies and just imagine yourself to just like walking dead just get out of your office right now and everybody's a fucking zombie what are you gonna do but we have this kind of mutation that we gave that could help us to say whatever we're gonna say is gonna be a satire or whatever is gonna be really violent at the same time but it's all about undead so it becomes friendly you know undeads are friendly but we decided to put these undead like to be angry why it's all because this album is about hate of what humankind has have become and we don't we're, we're not scared of saying i fucking hate you for what you've done to you know that little greta girl going around and spinning yeah around? yeah yeah you know it, 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 it's all about this you know i how do you feel every day when you're just gonna get to the store and grab a can of uh of uh, soda or whatever, you just bottled water and say, I'm gonna fucking pee this shit in 15 minutes and this thing gonna take 15 millions uh, of years to, to, to go back to, to the earth. <laughs> and it might be, uh, you can find it maybe in a whale's uh, belly someday is gonna kill the whale and uh, kill everything. Uh, everybody's killing the earth and everybody's like, oh, we gotta save the earth. Fuck you. You gotta say yourself. The earth is gonna fucking kill you when it's when it's done. And I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of really accelerated about seeing this and doing a live show like the apocalypse. Everybody's gonna fucking die at the same time, and I'm gonna be there to enjoy the show while playing Plasparvi and stuff like shit and shit like we do. So that's the point. I'm, I'm we're pretty having fun in those, with, with, and we're having fun, you know. If you listen to the intro of the playing, like we call Overture Écarlate, means kind of overture of the CD. Écarlate in French means like it it it, it gets red, 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 and we call it the very art of playing. So if if you listen to what's happening to that person there, seems like there's a door opening and someone is going to take a tool, electric tool, and he's just going to make some holes in the guy while he's alive so maybe taking off his skin so we we get pretty excited every show and it starts like this because it, it creates something that people are scared and we laugh at that because we like to see fear in their eyes when we start the music and music is kind of pretty goofy music you know so <laughs> it, 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 it is kind of clashing with okay you're gonna hear this and now you're gonna have all those scary guys on the stage and blah 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 fucking blah no, we're just going through this, and we like it, and we have those people like, oh, you, why are you laughing at this? This is pretty gross. It's because it's funny. We like that. We like when it, it gets awkward sometimes, and I like, personally, I like to create awkward shit, so just to see people's reactions. So I'm a kind of agitator like Satan, you know? <laughs> okay, yeah. serious question. How has the legalization of marijuana affected your life in Canada? Oh, I can see that. I think uh, I think things are getting more than I expected. Uh, I thought that it would be uh, how you could say that it would put some like social assets in peril, but that's not what's happening. I think I think people still have that 
kind of sh they're shy to go to the store and get that say oh somebody's looking at me am i fucking buying drugs right now <laughs> so I, 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 as for myself it, what you have to know is I, what we heard as lawyers is that you know the uh, scrs and the nsa i think the security and the intelligence of service i think there's an issue if you go to uh, a store that sells cannabis here in canada and you pay with your card your credit card there is a list of people buying stuff like this they don't get to the you know in the borders they will know that you've been there and i think states will refuse consistently refuse they can yeah that. there's been a few cases where people they so, they, so, they ask their, for their phone so the and they legal look at advice phone. yeah the legal advice is this is if you have to buy cannabis just buy some cash all right <laughs> cash is legal cash is legal cash is legal it's not because it's cash that is like money laundering cash or stuff like this. But you want to say anonymous? That's one point. You have to, you can you you can be anonymous. It's legal to get that. It's legal for the states to refuse. But so if you go with your cards, you're fucked. If you go with cash, you're okay. You yeah. can go. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is it hasn't really affected your life at all. For me, no, I don't care about that. No, even I saw Glenn Benton on the May third. We play here in Quebec City. So I told him, "Say, okay, if you need to go there, I don't know. He said, no, I don't smoke anymore. And if you want to do this and play music for all your life, he was like fifty-two, I think. He said he quit, quit smoking and having a good health. So death metal is about is about life, a celebration of life. Death metal, you know, death and life. You no know, life kills, so whatever. No." <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Bruce, you got anything else? I don't. That was pretty great. You got pretty uh, pretty in-depth, and I appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. All right. So you guys have a nice uh, uh, continuation of everything that you do. And, you know, just go there and go deflating. You look at that. Angry on bed. You get the music. You're going to listen to this music. You're going to listen to what's happening. It's like 30 minutes. You change. I think your life is going to change after you get to this. And you're going to go on and on and on and on and on and just listening until you die. I want to thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. All right, you guys. Thank you very much. Have fun. Hey, be well. Take care, my friend. Take care. All right. Kick ass in Ciao. court today. <laughs> yes, we will. We will. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm pleading the fifth. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> yeah. Bye. There's no, there's no Fifth Amendment in Canada. Oh, okay. I have no idea, dude. There's a similar thing, but it's not called the Fifth Amendment. What's it called? Well, in Canada, we have the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. So, like how you guys have amendments in your constitution, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms just lays out all of your human rights, and, and it's yeah. the basis for law in Canada. Gotcha. So, it's just a part of the document. It's not like a Fifth Amendment, or it's... You okay. Know, you have the right to shut up so you don't get yourself in shit. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's the same sort of thing. But it's just, exactly uh, the same. All right, so I'm going to say something, and this is by no means derogatory or anything. That was one of the most intense. That dude is intense. Fuck yeah, man. He is He is from North Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be on the other side of the, uh, the witness box from him, and he'd eat you up. Fuck no. First of all, here's the things that were running through my head. First of all, I don't want to be on the uh, other side of the box from him. If he breaks into that voice, he'll make me confess to anything. Fuck, I did it. 
Whatever it is, yes, I did it. <laughs> I do like this show, though, because we meet all kinds of people, and he was great in, in his own way. He was fantastic. But, oh, oh yeah. yeah, he goes after Greta. I'm going to go to the store, and I'm going to get a <laughs> can of soda. I'm going to fucking drink it, piss it out in 15 minutes. It's going to kill a whale. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Pretty fantastic stuff. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.